What's up, everybody? I'm back with a second episode of my podcast. Welcome back, everyone. I uh, I haven't uploaded in, uh, you know, like four days or so. And um, the reason for that is I was off, nothing new is going on, who cares, right? But uh, today is, today was the first day on the job. First day working as a CO, trainee, that is. That's all I am right now, CO, trainee. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, I, I I I have a headache right now. I I have a pretty bad headache right now, and that sucks. But it's okay because I have uh, you know I have about an hour and five minute ride to to think about how bad my headache is. So there's that. Yeah, I know it's a long way from my house. And, I mean, they do that on purpose, you know. Prisoners escape. There's just desert all around. There's nothing but desert. So, where are they going to go? They're going to die, get lost in the middle of the friggin' desert. So, oh, man. Eight-hour shift, too, might I add. Eight-hour shift. That's, you know, that's a normal shift, but... For that, for them, that's actually a short shift. In fact, that that doesn't exist there. Twelve-hour shifts is is what they they do. You know, we have twelve-hour shifts at the prison complex that I am working at. And but for trainees, it's just eight hours because you know, all I did was a lot of sitting around, standing around, watching. Uh, you know, learned some pretty valuable things today. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Who? Who knows? Sorry, I was reading something while I'm driving. Yes, that's bad. Don't do that. Uh, oh boy. Okay. So let's get right into it, shall we? A little bit about the 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 CO process or correctional officer. I'm gonna refer to it as CO now because it's a lot. It's a lot easier than saying correctional officer. That's for sure. But anyway, main, the process of becoming a CO. You know, it, it literally happened really fast for me. All I did was I went to their website and all I did was fucking leave. My name and uh, my number on their website. And uh, the very next day, they gave me a call. And they're like, hey, so we can tell that you're interested. And I was like, indeed I am. They're like, okay, uh, you can start like right friggin' now. And I was like, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold your horses, all right? I'm still in high school, technically, but even though, you know, COVID made my school close, so, you know, it's kind of like on the side now, you know. Having a job is like my main 
and then the school was just on the side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But anyways, so they gave me that call, and they scheduled me uh, an appointment to test. Before you do any of this, you you have to get the written, written exam out of the way, and... Um, Hold on a second. All right, there is a cop. He he was passing me. I didn't want him to. I didn't want him to think I was like on my phone or whatever. But anyways, they gave me a call, and um, they set up an appointment, and uh, you had to take the written exam and the psycho the psyche eval. Now the written exam, it was like the most easiest thing in the world. There were 60 questions. You had to get 41 of them right. And they were easy. They were uh, logic questions. Basic math. I'm talking like 9 times 3 type of, type of stuff. Basic math. So, there's, there's no reason to worry there. Any freaking sophomore in high school could have passed that at least or at the most maybe ridiculous man it was uh, easy no what was worse was the psyche valve oh my god the goddamn psyche valve it was 773 questions trying to determine if you're insane now if you've ever done any kind of type of law enforcement career or maybe just work for the state in general you probably taken one of these before you know what I'm talking about but if not then it's it's the worst part it's three like three to five hours of testing depending on how fast or or slow you can uh, answer questions but it was it was some long back-breaking work Okay, not backbreaking, but it was just long. It took forever, and it sucked. All, all, all to tell you that what well, you already knew, that you weren't insane. But, you know, it's for a good cause because they don't need people with a short temper or a short fuse going in there and, like, blowing up on inmates and, and whatnot. So, it's needed, all right? It's needed. Um, so, that happened. And, and by the way, when you're there and you're taking these tests, they tell you right then and there if you pass or if you fail. They grade them right in front of you, take some like two minutes, and then boom, you pass or you fail. Because if you fail, they don't want to waste time or resources on you, as mean as that sounds. They don't want to waste, waste any time if you failed the very first part, right? So if you fail, goodbye. It's the end of the road for you come back in two weeks to retake it if you fail again it's six months so yeah but uh you know (laughs) me your boy passed everything first try it really wasn't hard in fact everyone that went there with me that was like 10 of us all passed so it was fine then you wait for a call either to give Either you wait for them to give you a conditional job offer or you wait until you can do more testing because that was just the written part. You still have to do the physical test 
and uh, hold on a second. Okay, there's a lot of freaking uh, state troopers out here. Um, but yeah, the physical test, and then the medical exam, and background checks, all that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. You already know, bro. Okay. So, I waited about five days, maybe. Then I got a call. It might have been actually like two days, actually. But I got a call with them offering me a conditional job offer, which is just this CO trainee position. Trainee. You ain't gonna be really any face-to-face with no inmates, at least from what I've seen today. Nothing like that. Nope, it's just, uh... You just kind of are behind the scenes, watching, watching around, seeing how things are done up in the prison, alright? And, I mean, it's good. You know, you get... It's a full-time job, so 40 hours a week, 8 hours a day, and uh, it's about $16 an hour, about, I think, like a, a 15.8 something, <laughs> be exact but um, I was also informed today that because of COVID we are receiving some kind of 8% stipend because it's like not it's not hazard pay I don't know what they call it I forgot but it's an 8% stipend to the 16 per hour so uh we get we get bonus money i guess just for working in a complex that has covid in it or you know just because of covid in general of course so let's talk about today initial job offer today is may 18th 2020 and start time was 8 o'clock a.m. Unfortunately, I live far away from this prison. So, that means a long drive for moi. However, I've been informed that there is a, uh, a shuttle or a bus that can pick us up somewhere else that's closer to where I live. So, I wouldn't be driving as far. I gotta get more information on that. Anyways, so I get in my full dress uniform, and at uh, 6.45, I left to be there at 8. A long drive later, I get there at, you know, 7, uh, maybe like 7.50, 7.50, yeah. I get there, and there's other people there, and uh, we get out, and there's this electric fence, that you know I don't want to touch and a CO comes up to me and she's like you're not in the right place of course I wasn't in the right place but you know they didn't they didn't tell us where to go in the email all I got was a simple email and all it said was be there by 8 alright so me getting there before 8 finding out I was in the right spot, then oh well. 
then I started going back to my car because he gave me directions on where the right place was. I, I run into two more trainee officers and they're like, did we go to the wrong place? And I'm like, yep. And I told them where to go and they kind of followed me and then boom, there we were. This little tiny house-like building. It, looked, it was like a friggin' house. I was so surprised. And in here, we just talked about all the fun stuff about getting a new job. And, you know, W-2 forms, tax forms, job info, salary, all this different mumbo-jumbo. Uh, you know, making sure we have... Con- they have contacts if, uh, you know, we have people that... If something happens to us, then, you know... Our money can go to them, as sad as that is. But yeah, just things like that. Really, really boring stuff. I find out. I found out though. I might have to get stuck with the needle because I need a. I don't know. Like test. See if I hep- if I have hepatitis. Basically. Obviously, that's no fun. Ain't nobody want that. I don't want that. It sucks because it's gonna... They they stick you and then it... It swells your arm up. It like gives you hepatitis. Almost. I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor or a genius. I just know what they tell me. I guess that's part of the medical check, huh? Anyways. After all that boring stuff that you all don't want to hear about. Then... It's time to go to our complexes. Now, I was the only one to get a different complex. And that resulted in me going, not knowing where I was going and going to the wrong area at first. Super embarrassing, right? But they said it was not a big deal. I'm not in trouble or anything. Obviously, it's my first time. But now I know where to go. <laughs> now I know. And what to do. So... I mean, they took our pictures, they gave us a state-issued ID proving that I'm a CO trainee. I'm a CO trainee. That's all I am. That's all I am. No one cares. Anyways, uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. After getting all that crap sorted out, they finally made me go with the person that was training me. And uh, I was in one of the control towers. It's not. It's not. It's not what you. What, it's a control pod, I guess. You you just can control the pods. You're not like in one of those net uh, crow's nest sniper towers or anything like that. All it is really is you're you're in this you're in this pod and you're. You're controlling the cells. You're controlling the gates. And uh, you kind of hear the inmates' requests and whatever. And, you know, the inmates, they can try to kind of see if they can manipulate you to get them to do what you want. And you can't assume anything. You can't assume they're doing something bad. But you can't assume they're being totally truthful and honest with you either. And it's kind of it's kind of hard. But, uh it's, it's digital too so you have this like computer screen in front of you and uh, 
you've got a big old pod and it's split in two and then those halves are split into an upper and lower floor because it's like a second it's like a two-story building kind of thing so you know you have the bottom half and the top half and then you you got to open these doors for prisoner or for inmates to come in and out of because for for a variety of things sometimes you know prisoners need to come out because they have to report to a certain job that they do because you know we give them jobs it's it's part of the rehabilitation process so we teach them how to behave properly and then they have jobs within the prisons to you know be like see this is how you work in society right this is how you're supposed to behave in society and uh, for my first day you know nothing really raised any alarms as far as uh, inmates and behavior and you know I'm sure it happens of course it happens hundreds upon hundreds of inmates some some stuff is bound to go down and contraband to be found and things like that but uh my first day i really didn't see much you know i mean the inmates were pretty polite all things considering actually you know be like hey co co what you want man i need to get into um can you open my cell i i need to get this or that cell 212 and then you're like all right and he goes okay thank you and you open 212 for him and he gets what he needs um, but, you know, it could be really annoying also, I'm sure. Uh, you just got to remember that they are in prison because they did something wrong that society deems not right, if that makes sense. So, you know, what I'm trying to say is they broke the law. That's why they're in there. And we are in charge of them. So it, it's not the other way around. They're not in charge of you is what my... my the guy that trained me said you know it's really easy to just obey everybody and just be like oh you want your cell open because you need this okay but no because now there's you know strict rules like only four inmates are allowed at a time so you've got all these different inmates wanting to take a shower right so like you need to take a shower need to take a shower and you're like no so you got to put everyone in their cell lock them in and then uh, and then you let four out at a time for showers but then there's like the people that do laundry and the people that do cleaning so you know those already count as like two people so two people in the shower at a time really things like that and then you know it's just be on your best behavior if you're an inmate that's really it uh, so, not a whole lot of exciting stuff my first day, but uh, I got some hands-on stuff. I got to work the, I got to work the computer, the little thing that is in charge of opening any and every cell if I was to please, right? If I wanted to unleash every single prisoner, I could. That would be stupid, but I, I could. So, you know, this guy, after training me on how to use it, teaching me, telling me what each button does, he... He's like, all right, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do a security check. 
So he actually goes out there and he closes all the cells, making sure they're all locked and making sure that uh, whoever's in those cells isn't doing anything they shouldn't be doing. And he said, while I'm out there, you got to be watching for me. He said, even though it's unlikely, you never know. If I get attacked, you know, I got to be looking out for him. If, if he gets jumped or whatever. The time that I joined him, all the inmates were out on wreck. So it's it's like it's like recess for adults. It's, that's what it is, basically. So they go outside in the yard. They call it the yard. And I guess I don't really know that much about it. But I guess they work out. They eat. They talk. They mingle. Play basketball do whatever recreational activities i think that's what it, it's short for rec but it's what they do and so when i when i joined him you know there wasn't much people in the uh the pod there's just a few stragglers taking showers and doing trash runs and whatnot but that was a good chance for me to learn and then rec was over and all the prisoners came back in and he said this part gets a little hectic because of all the people, but you got to tell everyone to get back, get inside and lock, uh, you know, to lock down is what he says. Lock it down. So, that uh, they can get the showers going four at a time and not have chaos, pretty much. So, that's what they do. And, yeah, I just walked around a whole bunch, I guess... I guess this one guy, he was going home, so they had to do inventory on his stuff, and he he puts it in a box, and I guess the COs were getting suspicious of him because he was taking a really long time. All he was doing, was supposed to be doing was packaging up his stuff, and I guess he was taking a while doing that because of, uh, they thought he was maybe trying to hide something, get rid of something, you know. So, uh... Then the the CEO that I was paired with, you know, we we go we go in our safe safe area inside our control room, and uh, he starts going through this inmate stuff. And I mean, I'm starting to realize for inmates, I didn't realize how how good they have it actually. Granted, it's still prison and it still sucks, but you know, for people that broke the law, it's pretty fair, I'd say. If you behave while you're in there, you get it pretty good. You can get, there's a library, you know, you get books. You can earn a TV, which is a small little kind of TV that you get. You can plug it in. You can watch TV. That's what a TV is, idiot. But anyway, um, I thought that was pretty neat that they get that option, at least. Well behaved, of course. Uh, yeah, I just I, I try to retain as much info as I could, but it was a lot entering my brain right now. And yeah, right now, obviously I'm headed home. But uh, when I get there, I change out of my uniform, put on some good clothes, put on my cap and gown, and uh, me and my girl. We're gonna go to this 
sunset thing for this, our senior class where we just go in our cars and our cap and gowns, I guess, and uh, we watch the sunrise together as uh, seniors. Pretty romantic, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of weird, but since we are getting robbed of our graduation, we might as well take advantage of this, right? We might as well take advantage of this. And then after that, I'm going home, I'm eating, and I guess it's bedtime for me because I got to be back at work tomorrow at 6 a.m. Which means I got to get up at like 4.45. No. Yes, I don't know, something like that. No, earlier than that. Jesus, oh crap, I gotta go to bed, yeah. But anyways, at least then I get off at 2, and I'll have a little bit more time time toward the end of the day to do things, see things. Yeah, I know. But that's how this works, you know. It's not like a typical job where you you can start at, no, you, uh, everyone basically starts and ends at 6, whether it's a.m. or p.m., that's the only difference. Everyone starts at 6 a.m. Or everyone leaves at 6 a.m. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the shifts are crazy. That's why we do, like, 12-hour shifts and stuff. You're literally working from 6 to 6. That really kind of does suck. But also, you get three days off. Right, so that's cool, huh? And there's probably more stuff to it that I don't know. In fact, I'm sure there is. I don't know everything. I don't know how the scheduling works. And yeah, it's going to take some getting used to for me, this job in general. Like, it's my first day. I already have a headache. But I think that's because uh, I'm friggin' starving right now. And I'm kind of thirsty. You know, I uh, I didn't know if you got lunch or not. I'm, I'm kind of upset about the way that they left us, all of us trainees, like, hanging like they did. Because they left us hanging, like... Believe me when I tell you, we got an email with bare bone instructions. It told us how to prepare for today, what you need to have and what you don't need to have and all this stuff, but not what to do when you get here and how to survive when you're here. And by survive, I just mean like bringing lunch or whatever. I didn't know if we could, like, bro, I don't even think you get a lunch break. In fact, I know you don't now. You bring your lunch and you eat it on the fly, on the go, on the job, right? I mean, especially if you're doing that control room job, you know. Oh, boy. It's uh, in there 12 hours a day. It ain't easy. I can see how it's definitely not easy. But it just takes some getting used to, you know, and... Uh, you just eat your lunch while you're working. That kind of sucks. Uh, you also, you cannot bring your cell phone at all. 
Yeah. Prohibited at all. No matter what. No cell phone Leave that in the car. I'm not I'm not really that upset about that, you know. I can go without my cell phone. I don't need it. It's just, you know, whenever I, I like to text people on my breaks, but you don't even get those, so why the hell would you need a phone? Yeah, exactly, you don't, so. Uh, I apologize to you guys if it seems like I am, uh, I don't know what the word is. If I just seem a little dragged right now, you know, I'm trying to deliver an amazing freaking podcast for you guys, and I appreciate the listens. I don't want you guys to think that this job is dragging me down already, because it ain't, and it never will. I swear. I just have a really bad headache right now, and honestly, the sound of my own voice is annoying me right now, so I gotta go home, take some Advil. I'm driving the, I'm driving toward the sun, which sucks, because then both ways I'm driving toward the sun. Booty. My back is killing me. I don't know why. I didn't do anything but stand and sit all day. Maybe that's why. It's just killing me. I'm not used to wearing these boots. It's killing me. (laughs) I'm going to go home, rest my back as much as I can. Go watch the sunset with my friends. Maybe. Yeah. Ugh. I'm not, it's not. It's not that I'm tired because I'm honestly not tired at all. I'm not tired. All right. I'm just. My back hurts. That that's what hurts the most, and then my head. Listen, I know what you all are thinking. All right. I'm doing a lot of whining right now, and yeah, you are right. I am whining. I'm whining so freaking much. I'm whining so much that you know, I should just die, huh? Yeah, I know what you all are thinking. I agree. I shouldn't be whining this much. I'm going to get some rest tonight. And uh, the whining will cease, okay? I'm going to get some rest and I'll... I'll let you guys... I'll update you guys on anything and everything within the next couple of days. Till then, be cool, stay in school, don't do drugs, stay out of prison, like, please, okay, stay out of prison, you don't want to go there, and, uh, thank you for listening, talk to you all later.